Happy Easter Fellowship of Faith. Christ is risen. He is risen Guys, you can take a seat. Man, I'm tired. <laughs> it is so, so good to have you here today. Welcome to Fellowship of Faith. Welcome to Easter. Welcome to the celebration. You know, I don't care. Maybe you've been here for, for, for a thousand ages. It is good to see you. Maybe you're here for the first time today. It is so good to see you. Thank you for coming and being a part of what we get to celebrate. That, that on Easter Sunday, the tomb was empty and Jesus rose from the dead. Welcome, guys. Hey, guys, a, a video I'd like you to see this morning. So uh, take a look. This is what they felt like when it happened. And today, it's how we should feel too. Because what it meant for them, it means for us. Sometimes there is something so powerful and so outside the realm of our experience and expectation that we just can't come to terms with it. And sometimes it's something that we even think that we know, something that we've heard, something that we've been taught, something that we think we understand, but when it actually happens, it catches us completely by surprise. And sometimes that something changes everything. Now here at FOF, we have a belief. We believe that God has a message of good news that changes everything. Now why that message sometimes on those who profess to speak in God's name, why it sometimes sounds like a threat or like bad news is utterly beyond me because the Bible calls it good news. And that good news is the resurrection of Jesus. And that is what today is all about. That 2,000 years ago, those women went to a tomb to anoint a dead man. 
that 2,000 years ago, those women saw Jesus die. They saw him buried, and they were going to a tomb to anoint a dead man. But when they got there, the stone was rolled away, and he was not there, and angels appeared, and they said, he is risen. That is what the good news is all about. And not he's risen somehow like, like Jesus died and his body's in the ground and his soul went to be in heaven or something like that. No, no, something so much more tangible that his body was no longer in the dirt. That Jesus rose from the dead. He came back alive more powerful than death, renewed, transformed beyond anything people hoped or imagined. And to reduce Christianity to anything less than that is to miss its point. Because see, Christianity is not about a, a moral philosophy or a rule of life or some kind of path of spirituality. It's, it's not about self-help. It's not about therapy. It's not about politics, and, and, and by most people's definition, it's really not even a religion. It is about an event that happened in this world by which the world will never be the same again. And for those who believe it and live by it, thank God, will never be the same again either. To reduce Christianity to anything less than the resurrection is to reduce it to something it is not. In fact, early follower of Jesus would even say, Christianity without resurrection, it's pointless. It's futile. It's stupid. He goes even worse. He says, we're fools. We, above all people, are most to be pitied if for this life only we hope. He says, without resurrection, in fact, what we do here, it's a sham. It's a con. It's a delusion. Maybe to ourselves and guilty of conning other people as well. But the fact is, Jesus is raised. And that changes Everything. The same follower of, of Jesus early on, he writes this line, I love it. This is what he says. No matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Say it with me, would you? No matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now the ancient Hebrews had this word for these promises of God, for who God is and what he was like. I want to teach it to you today. Read it with me, would you? <laughs> it's pronounced like this. I'm going to say it, and then I want you to tell me what it means, all right? Here's how it's pronounced. Amen. Okay? What, what do you think it means? Amen. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah, pretty good. So you know Hebrew. It, it derives from an idea. It, it, it's a root, aman, um, which means something like faithful, reliable, trustworthy, 
true. All right? This is the heart and soul of Amon. It's the idea that God is faithful. It's spoken about God and by God more than anything else. God is faithful. God is trustworthy. God is true. And so to say amen is not just a way of saying we're done praying, now you can eat. It was always meant to be a way of saying something like, yeah, you know, certainly. I believe that too. Amen. It's like a statement of faith. It's like a proclamation of life commitment. It's saying Because God is faithful, I can believe him. Because God is trustworthy, I can dare to hope. Because God has proven himself, I can take him at his word. I can say amen. Amen? Amen. And in the resurrection of Jesus... Every promise of God is amen. It's like the entire resurrection is one big, giant, big, fat, stinking, honking amen by God to us for every single promise he has ever made. Let me say it again. In the resurrection of Jesus, God gives us one big, fat, stinking, honking, giant amen to every promise he has ever made. Now we, uh, we opened with a song here this morning, and I just want to take a look at that song here again. The band's going to come forward, and let me show this to you. Here was the chorus. Do you remember it? Amen. Amen. I'm alive, I'm alive because he lives. Amen. Amen. Let my song join the one that never ends because he lives. Does he just not know how to stop praying? What is he saying? I'm alive because he lives. I believe it. Yes, certainly, it's true. Let my song join the one that never ends. Why? Because I was dead in the grave. Amen. I was covered in sin and shame. Amen. But I heard mercy call my name. Amen. And he rolled the stone away. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, every fear is gone. I know he holds my life, my future in his hands. Amen. It's so much more than a word. It is so much more than a cliche. It is a promise of God to you and a response back to him. And today, guys, I... I, I want this song to be your song. I want it to be your amen. Because 
God has made a promise to you. God has promised you that he'll be with you. God says, I will be with you. He says, I will be their God. They will be my people. I will come down to dwell among them. That when Jesus came down, God's word came true. And in the resurrection, something began that God says amen to. I want it to be your song. Make it more than words today. Make an expression of hope. God has made so many promises to you. He's promised that your sins are forgiven. Not a part of them, not some of them, all of them. That when Jesus came, your sins are taken away. He's promised you, no matter how guilty you feel, no matter what shame you bring in here today, what baggage or junk, Jesus says, come to me without reservation. I'll take it all. He's promised you his spirit that he doesn't leave you alone, that he'll pour his spirit upon you and into your heart, his love, his joy, his peace, even when life is not peaceful or good. He's promised that we can be different, that we can change that the addictions we carry, the weaknesses that drag us down, the junk that binds us and handcuffs us, that he can come and change us from the inside out. It's the same God who promised that the blind would see, that the deaf would hear, that the lame would walk that the prisoners would be released, that the poor would hear the good news, that people would know that God loves them. And it all began in the resurrection of Jesus. It is here, it is beginning, and it is not finished yet, that God has unleashed something in this world, and God in Jesus says amen to you. And for those of you here grieving your eyes out because you've buried someone, that Christ is risen from the dead, and the day of resurrection will come
that no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter who's rejected you or cast you out, God says, I love you. I want you. Come to me. promises you so much that Christ is now seated on the throne and it's about time the world starts being made right again. That peace will come, that justice will come and that God is in the midst. Every promise God has made is amen in Christ and his resurrection. The resurrection is the beginning. And he says creation itself will respond. Jesus himself said the stones will cry out and that something has begun underway, a transformation of us in this world that we live in. Why are we doing this? It's because he lives. Guys, it's because he lives. It's because the grave is empty. The stone was rolled away. Jesus is risen. Let's rise, guys. Let's rise.